This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hope everybody had an outstanding weekend. Obviously, it was a little disappointing, I'd say, for all of us not to have, you know, the latest installment of the Subway Series, but... I guess for me, and I'm sure for many others, the fact that you had the ability to really dive into the NBA, dive into the NHL, kind of bounce around here, there, and everywhere, it was kind of a nice little change of pace knowing the baseball was going to be back on Tuesday. And of course, we'll get to that a little bit later on as the Yankees will head down to Atlanta. Aaron Judge is back. Garrett Cole is on the mound. And the Yankees... Haven't played a game since they got whooped by the Tampa Bay Rays. For the Mets, still waiting to hear who that positive COVID-19 test may be. Thankfully, everything shook out and tested out with them. And they're going to be playing a bunch of doubleheaders. Really, the Mets and the Yankees will be in the doubleheader business. The Mets with the Marlins. Then, of course, this coming weekend with Friday and Sunday should be a couple of Subway Series twin bills. So... I'll be all fired up for that. I'll be all juiced up for that. Let's start, though, before we get to the NBA, with the big news from Monday locally. Hats off by the New York Islanders. Hats off to the New York Islanders. That is how you start off a second-round series against the Philadelphia Flyers. And most people that you talk to who are the hockey diehards, most of the guys and gals who are well-connected to the hockey scene, And I actually talked to quite a few going into this particular series. Because listen, you guys know my deal. Listen, I watch the playoff hockey. I am not dialed in regular season game after game after game. So I want to get a sense. So I talked to Mike Carver. I talked to Jared Smith, who's going to join us a little bit later on. I talked to Molly Walker over at the Post. I want to have a sense for, all right, what are the keys to this series? And basically, even as a guy who doesn't have the expertise with hockey, I can tell you, The five-on-five Islander play in a series against the Florida Panthers, in a series against the Washington Capitals, geez, doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the Islanders have been a damn good five-on-five team. They give you a 
wall-to-wall dominant first period. They take the lead against Philadelphia. But if you watch the second period of this game, and let's just say I'm invested in the Islanders taking care of business. I am very much rooting for Barry Schatz and the boys to not only win this series, but to also get to the Stanley Cup finals and maybe, dare I say, win it. It would be a nice little hit for me. Second period was an onslaught where it felt like Philadelphia was on the verge of tying this game. This is where you got to give Varlamov credit. I thought he stood on his head in the second period, made a couple of big saves, really changed the momentum of the game. And then you looked up, end of the second period, you're like relieved in many ways. I know I was. That the Islanders were still maintaining and were still holding a one-goal lead. I was like, okay, if the Islanders can go and find a way to get that second goal, starting off the third period, they're going to be in really, really good shape. And then sure enough, third period rolls around and the Islanders get it going and they go and score three goals in that third period. First is Peugeot, then it's Anders Lee, then you get the fourth goal. And you're sitting pretty to start off this best of seven series. Now, do I get the sense this will be an easy series for the Islanders? I don't. I expect this to be rock'em sock'em. I expect this to be lengthy. I'm not going to overreact to one particular game, but the Islanders playing really, really good hockey. They have kind of rode the wave of the momentum playing in the qualifying round, beating the Florida Panthers, now taking down the Washington Capitals, and I think game two will be very telling in this series. I don't just come out and take game two. I do not see Philadelphia getting back into it. Philadelphia wins game two, then my initial thought of this being, you know, a tough Six, seven, lengthy game series is going to play out accordingly. But you want to start off game one on a positive note. That's exactly what they're able to do. And yes, you could go through the scoring heroes in the third period of this game. But Varlamov, second period, holding everything at bay, keeping it a one nothing Islanders lead, I thought basically was the difference in the game. So job well done by the Islanders. They're up 1-0 on the Philadelphia Flyers. Now, let's get to the NBA. And... Look, we had a rough day on Monday, for those of you keeping score at home. Our picks, as good as they were on Friday, they were not so good here on Odds on Sports on Monday, and it happens. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sometimes you're in between. But I'm going to give myself a little minor pat on the back right now. And I know I do that from time to time. So for some of you listening, you're probably like, yeah, JJ, been there, done that. But I think it's worth mentioning. I came on the air here last week. Odds on Sports. Doing the overnight here at Fan. And we discussed the Lakers-Blazers series. And from a number standpoint, from a odd standpoint, the idea that the Lakers with LeBron James, LeBron James who has never lost in the first round throughout his illustrious NBA career, was only going to be a two-to-one favorite, basically. 
to win in the first round, to me, was the definition of a layup. That was a bet that absolutely positively needed to be made. And, you know, my heart was pulling for Lillard and McCollum. My heart was pulling for my guy, Carmelo Anthony. But what you have witnessed now over the last three games, and this fourth game between the Lakers and the Blazers, was a total sinus fest. I mean, it was 15-0 Lakers right out of the gate. And you knew at the end of the first quarter, with the Lakers putting up 40, and with Damian Lillard kind of hobbling around, maybe it's the, you know, the finger, maybe it's the fact that a whole lot of wear and tear on that body, the Blazers look emotionally and physically spent from all of their time down in the bubble. And to their credit, the Lakers are taking advantage of that. I mean, the Lakers have just absolutely whooped them in these last three games. LeBron has been up to his usual tricks. Even though Davis dealing some issues with the back spasms, he's had some big games. And the Lakers, after their game one atrocity of shooting the ball beyond the three-point arc, they have shot the ball a heck of a lot better. And if the Lakers shoot the ball, they're going to be in really good shape. I still think that is a question they need to answer as we move deeper into this postseason. But a Blazer team that couldn't guard me, Mike Fliegelman, and Bob Usler was just not going to be able to win this series. I thought they might get another game. I thought they might push the league a little bit more, but there was never a point for me. Even after game one, where I honestly believed in my heart of hearts, Portland was going to win this series. That is why, for those of you who like to overreact after one game in any of these best decisions, you've got to be careful. Especially when you're dealing with the better team. I think the overreaction is starting to come to the forefront a little bit in the Dallas-Los Angeles series. Now, don't get me wrong. That was a spectacular display by Luka Doncic who I think has basically transformed himself into being one of the best players in the league. And I was watching that game after getting off the golf course, and I was oohing and on like crazy. I mean, my jaw dropped on a couple of those plays, including the game-winning shot at the end of overtime. Luca basically put the team on his back and was like, I got you, fellas. We ain't losing this game. But I still look at the talent of the Dallas Mavericks and I compare it to the talent of the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers really going to lose this series? My answer still would be no. And that's what Paul George doing diddly squat. I mean, Paul George has stunk. He has stunk. Like, if you were to ask Kawhi Leonard right now, from a talent base, where would you rather be? Toronto or L.A.? I know L.A.'s home. I know they got a loaded roster, but the guy who you brought in to be your number two, you're telling me Paul George playing as well as Pascal Siakam? No chance. No chance. We know he has the talent. We know he has the capabilities, but he stunk. And he's got this ridiculous playoff P nickname, which is like the dumbest nickname known to man. <laughs> Give me a break. That would be like me going on the golf course and nicknaming myself Scratch Handicap J. Like anybody who has watched me play golf would be like, yeah, give me a break. You stink. Paul George, at least go and win a championship and carry a team to a championship before you nicknaming yourself Playoff P. Jeez. 
Clippers in Dallas now is lengthy. I still think the Clippers get it done. But Luka Doncic has made life miserable on Kawhi Leonard and company. He has put Paul George completely under the microscope. And that, to me, is your series in the first round that has the most interest. Because Houston and Oklahoma City is even at two games apiece. And shame on the Rockets. And I had the thunder earlier today, thank heavens. Um, That was your classic Rockets hit six or seven three-pointers to start the third quarter. And then they thought every single shot was going to fall. And they stopped running offense. They stopped running their sets. They started hoisting up shots left and right. And the Thunder, disciplined, tough, hard-nosed team, made a pay. Because they executed their game plan a heck of a lot better. Now you wonder what Houston, a couple of things here. Are they going to get Russell Westbrook back on the court? My money would be on yes. It's a 2-2 series. There's no more messing around. Do I still think Houston will find a way to win this series? I do. Now, the sharp line of this being, you know, only a plus 135-140 series for OKC definitely scare me a little bit. The NBA does not under any circumstances want the Thunder winning this series because Lakers Rockets is a juicy second round series. All the shooting of Houston, all the star power of Houston, putting them against the Lakers, that's a fun series. No knock on Billy Donovan's Oklahoma City team. They're playing their horse out. They have absolutely no chance. You can save the audio. We have some fun with this in a couple weeks. But they have absolutely no chance of taking down LeBron and the Lakers. None. And that to me is a snooze fest of a second round series. I don't want it. I'm not interested by it. It's a hard pass. You want L.A., Houston, and you'll sign for the Clippers. You're okay if Dallas gets there because you still got Luka Doncic, and he's a draw. And then you're going to get the two teams that really don't wow you from you know a national appeal standpoint in Denver or Utah. Although, I think Utah could play. I mean, with Donovan Mitchell as a stud, Rudy Gobert and what he can do down low, the well-coached by Quinn Snyder, that's a good team. But really what you want, I think, in the Western Conference Finals is some version of Clippers taking on the Rockets or the Lakers. That's what I want if I'm the NBA. That's why you really don't want Oklahoma City going in the second round. The Eastern Conference, it's pretty chalky. But I think this is where the chalk could break. And I have been telling people this for a long time now. The Milwaukee Bucks are vulnerable. And they're going to play a team that can shoot the basketball, that shares the ball really well, that is as well-coached as any team that you're going to find in the league. That's how good a coach Eric Spolster has become. Isn't it amazing? Eric Spolster, when he was coaching, you know, the big three, back in like 2010, 2011, everybody thought, oh, this guy's a placeholder. Riley's going to come down and coach the team. This guy's going to lose his gig, and he's not a good coach. Wrong. You've seen Eric Spolster coach. Guy's terrific. He's well-respected. He's hard-nosed. I love Eric Spolster as a coach. And I can tell you right now, I'm going to be picking Miami. I don't care what that line may be. I'm going to be picking Miami to beat Milwaukee in the second round. Rolling the dice. Having a little bit of fun. Jimmy Butler. Adebayo. Tyler Hero. Goran Dragic. 
They got Iguodala on that team. I like what Miami can do. Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, Toronto. Those should be very, very entertaining and very competitive first round, uh, second round series. You haven't really had that in the first round. I mean, a lot of people, myself included, thought you might have a little fun with the Lakers and the Blazers. Even though I never thought the Lakers would lose. That's out. Dallas Clippers, intriguing. Houston OKC, intriguing, but eh, not so intriguing. I think the second round of the NBA playoffs will pick up and pick up in a big way. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.